inspired by the Canadian Federation of the Blind. Outlook, a show about accessibility, advocacy, and equality. I'm Brian. And I'm Carrie. And we're two siblings who happen to be blind. Outlook. Radio Western. Good morning. Hello. Welcome, everyone. This is Outlook here on Radio Western. We are into September now. This is our first live show of the month. We were here last week. Well, we were on last week, but it was a repeat from a couple of years ago, actually, at the uh, August of 2020, right in the midst there of the pandemic. We aired an episode from, um, yeah, the summer of 2020 when we had a guest on Caroline Karbowski and uh, really interesting show so it's in the archives of course you can always find us on all podcast services Outlook on Radio Western and you can find us on Facebook facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western to uh, always keep track of the show when it's on and uh, what shows we post and we always post the archives up there as well so if you want to keep track of uh, what, uh, what you've heard on Outlook you can always check there Yes, and we are back. It's September, so the students uh, at Western, hello everyone out there. Uh, returning students, new students, international students. I saw a piece on the news uh, where they interviewed a bunch of international students who had arrived here asking how they're liking Canada and London. So I uh, hope everybody has a great year ahead. And um, yeah, our show is Outlook, and it's here every Monday morning at 11. And we are siblings, Brian and Carrie Kajewski, and we talk about blindness, which we were both born with, but also just a show about disability uh, because it hasn't gotten enough attention. It, it doesn't, uh, it, it needs to be talked about more in society, we feel, because it's, it's there's still a lot of fears and, uh, you know, it's not misinformation exactly, but just so many unknowns yeah, well, if you a, don't live with disability. It's almost the lack of information that's just, that people are aware of or that's, you know, talked about so that people have the chance because of course it's out there, but you have to often do a lot of research and just through doing this show in particular, I've started to realize more and more that of course, Carrie and I here being siblings and we're both blind, the show that's our main focus is blindness as far as disabilities, but we're really trying to cover all disabilities and all, anything that anyone deals with on a daily basis, whether it be anxiety, there's so many things that, that humans deal with. And I think we just don't often talk about things that are sometimes looked at as a you know, negative when really these things aren't, don't have to be negative. And, and while they have their challenges, they also have their, their, their benefits in some ways and also just provide a different lived experience that you can share and learn from and give a different perspective. So we're really trying to branch out and learn more about that. And, and this show has been a learning experience for, for us as well. And this is a, a nice look back episode today because we did celebrate four years on the air, actually, September the 10th, 2018 was our first debut episode. So just celebrated four years on the air a couple of days ago. So we thought to be to kick off, we haven't really referred to our show as seasons, but a lot of podcasts do this. So mm-hmm. we've wrapped up four seasons technically, mm-hmm. and this is the, the beginning of our fifth season of the, of the show. So it's, uh, it's nice to be able to kind of use today to look back on the previous four years of the show and uh, look ahead to the future and just uh, see where we've come. In, in this time, so. But guess what? We have a guest in studio today, which we haven't really done. We've had a lot of people calling in on Zoom. Yeah, well, we had a couple of guests in studio in the early years of the show. In the very <laughs> beginning, we had a few guests. Um, our good friend Eric was on an early episode. Tom Decker, um, a very well-known blind guy in the in the blindness community here in Canada, and he oh. unfortunately passed away but he was in the studio and so we have had he guests, wrote our theme so. he did yeah he composed the theme as song as a nice so. 70s vibe so we can ask our guest what she thinks of the, of our theme song yeah so let's maybe start by introducing our guest so welcome Katie Morgan to Outlook today we really appreciate you uh, coming on the show Mm, yeah, I'm really happy to be here. And uh, yeah, when I hear that theme song, I'm like, yeah, it's Brian and Carrie on with the show. <laughs> uh, so it's definitely recognizable. Yeah, pretty distinct, right? It's, uh... mm-hmm. And I remember that show when you talked about how your friend, what was his name again? It was Tom. Tom, yeah, yeah. Tom. Aw. I remember when, yeah, about that he uh, made that for you guys, especially. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Very peppy, bubbly. <laughs> yeah. Good for a Monday morning, I think. Right. To kind of get the week started maybe. 
Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I'm glad to be here and happy to um, get to share the space because I've always enjoyed listening to your show for lots of years. So, And Brian, you were talking, we talk all the time about how we've had guests all the way from all the way in Australia, all the way across on the West Coast of Canada and all over the States. But, you know, sometimes we like to focus on meeting local people and looking into what's happening locally, just as a university radio station and just for our, ourselves to meet people in person, you know, with the COVID stuff these last couple of years, it's been tricky, but uh, it's just nice that we we realized, I don't know how ba- far back that was, that we had a listener uh, here in, in Katie and uh, that you're local, you're, you don't live too far. So it's just nice that then you could be close enough to come into the studio with us. Yeah, so I don't know, Katie, do you happen to recall sort of any idea of when you came across the show or... Or how long you have been listening we can't really to the program? Because I remember you, you've been liking our posts quite a bit and commenting for, for quite a while now. And we do really, really appreciate that. It's it's one of those things when you do a show, it's it just takes time to... Is anybody to, out there? Yeah, it <laughs> takes time. And it's been the same with my music show that I started about an early, uh, just over a year earlier than Outlook back in the summer of 2017. Where being on for four or five years, I'm now really starting to get more and more comments and likes and people just promoters reaching out with new music and it's it's all about just being around and, and being consistent and just being there and then more and more people discover it but just if you have any memory of mm. you know not to yeah. put you on the spot or if there's any <laughs> if there's any specifics don't worry about it being that specific but just if you have an, any idea of when you how you discovered the show or how long you've been listening and and uh, sort of how that came about mm-hmm. yeah uh well mostly um how it started was i had my radio on tuned to radio western 94.9 fm uh on i had it on at my house uh because i was listening to my um other friends radio show that ends at nine and then i had the radio on and i just actually heard heard you on the radio and i was really interested in hearing what you're saying and and then when you said how to discover you guys on the internet and stuff so then i could look you up and um get to find out more about what the show uh, all the different things the show offered and what you discussed and yeah so and you think how long ago uh, yeah maybe like more than uh, I guess it was before the before the pandemic pandemic so that's kind of a blur of time yeah I know it's hard to keep track of time I find especially <laughs> for for me Karen I think you've said this too since like since the 2000s and then into the 2010s and it just it starts to get harder and harder whereas when I was when I was a kid I always remember like keeping track of the time pretty well but it's Sometimes it's hard. It feels like a blur. Mm-hmm. So yeah, probably maybe over th- maybe three years ago or so. Uh, but uh, yeah, once I started listening, then I uh, really wanted to check check it out every week. It's like having you know friends. You get to hear what what their day is like when you guys when you uh, I think went to a conference recently after the pandemic and things like that. So uh, just hearing the different kind of thread of things in your life of uh, and current events that were happening and how it felt for you and. Uh, yeah, just always really, really fun. So I can relax and hang out. Even my family knows I listen to your show, so they don't uh, oh. ask me to do things or try to make plans during that time. So <laughs> I got them, uh, got them all on board with that. I love that because it, it reminds me of my friend uh, Andrew, who listens to my music show on Fridays, where he'll be working often, but often he works in construction with bricklaying. So he'll often turn my show on during work or tell his worker like, "Oh, just give me a sec, I'm doing this." And or like, sometimes I, he's traveling somewhere, he's in the car. Yeah, and he'll when he gets out of the range of the radio, he'll put it on his phone yeah. so that he can still listen. And it's just, it's it's so, you know, we really appreciate, it's just so nice to hear that when you do put the time in. And of course, I do this show for, for us too. And we want to just get out there and talk about these things. But of course, if, if nobody's listening, then it's not not always that fun. So it's great to find listeners. And one other quick thing I just wanted to mention is the the fact that I love how you discovered it on the radio and then found the socials after. Because I think, Especially these days, it's hard for a lot of people to catch things when they air live, and that's why it's great that we have this up as a podcast. People can listen on their time whenever is most convenient. But you know, most listeners or a lot of listeners, I think, might discover a show just through social media and different blindness groups on Facebook and stuff. But when somebody discovers it from the radio, and for us, it is a radio show first and foremost. Obviously, a radio show and a podcast. It started out just radio, and then it became a podcast during COVID. So yeah, it's nice that you know people come at find it from in all different directions exactly and carrie's point too on the local guests it's 
we want, of course, have guests from everywhere and anywhere, and it's it's great to have all sorts of people from all sorts of places around the world. But it's really great to really try to find more and more Canadians because I think in many areas of the world, Canada is sort of overlooked, and it's no different in blindness where we find out about this huge organization in the U.S. But to try to create the Canadian Federation of the Blind here, it's been a it's been a challenge because it's. Canada and it's so spread out and it's so it's just it's great to make connections in Canada and then local is even even better in some ways so it's it's just great mm-hmm. yeah and congratulations on four years and starting your fifth season with the show thanks yeah, yeah. We, we appreciate it it's it, right Kara it's one of those things it's a struggle some weeks it's it's like anything some weeks it's you, you feel inspired you know what you want to talk about you know what guests to have other weeks it's like how can we are we going to be able to continue this like how are we going to keep finding guests how are we going to be able to keep doing it but here we are starting up our fifth year on the show and we hope to be here for many years to come yeah well you know people always ask me what you know who is this show for and obviously this is a talk show there's this you know radio western has plenty of music shows including yours brian on friday chin music from noon to two uh but this is a talk show we did start out as a 30-minute show when we first started here and then again over the pandemic we we got moved to the hour length and that's great because we always say it's harder to talk to really get into you know into something too deep a conversation when you only have 30 minutes and so especially when we started interviewing more people and just having discussions with with guests not just the two of us uh, you know it's good to have that hour because you can actually have a conversation that actually goes somewhere instead of being oh let's start okay we're now we're done (laughs) right before you before you know it the half hour was up so uh, you know, the show has evolved in a lot of ways. And so it's great when we talk to someone like Katie here that we can have, you know, a little extra time to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we just want to say, yeah, again, for anybody listening, if you just discovered Radio Western, they've been great this whole time. Uh, accommodating, you know, the things we, we need to have a successful show. And if you're new to it, consider checking it out. You know, again, it's a little bit underrated it's not always discovered and people don't maybe know about it that this great you know resource is here this great outlet for students to learn i've you know i've built up a lot of confidence in the last four years speaking on the mic you know we talk about that with your shows on fridays that when you started you know you were more unsure and you just get more relaxed the longer you're you're doing it so katie have you been on mic a lot you said you've been here before in the past Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, started out um, with my, so my friend Kimay's show, Music is the Medicine, and I just hung out with her while she was doing the show, and oh, great. Uh, and then little by little she asked me to do uh, do a specific kind of segment to, it was um, with um, Nuez Janan, uh, so I, I did a, like a theme show while she was there, and then later I was able to do some uh, fill-in shows so totally by, by myself so um, like the fill-in show is just when someone can't make it so they say can you can can you come and take over the hour or hour and a half and uh, my first one I did I wanted to do it all with CDs I just wanted to have the fun of the kind of they call it old school right. and uh, <laughs> just like what I saw when I was growing up um, uh-huh. with radio stations where they're putting on the records and like flipping the discs and uh, stuff like that so it was that was exciting that was fun uh, things like that. So that's some of my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Music is a Medicine. That's another great show. If you're new to Radio Western or if you've been listening a while, you might know that. Check it out Monday mornings. It's uh, it's great to hear music of all kinds. And that's how I discover things I never would have otherwise. Yeah, and that, and that has a p- uh, specific Indigenous focus to it, which is you know something else that we want to talk more and more about on this show is, is Indigenous... Um, issues or just anything um, related to that and have more guests who are Indigenous on this show because it's something that we're learning more and more about as well and it's, again, we just want to have this to be a place, a safe place for anyone to come on, not feel judged or anything like that because it's just not about that in this world. We need to all be understanding of each other. We all come from different backgrounds and situations and and you know we're not going to always agree on everything but we also have a unique story to tell, all of us do in my opinion, so I think it's just great to have this 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 forum to be able to have people share their thoughts and uh, yeah, anything that anyone wants to talk about, we're always open to giving this the, the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and community radio is so great because uh, there's so many different types of things that don't always get put onto 
like traditional-ish type of, uh, uh, what'd you call it? Like the commercial radio stations? Yeah, like mainstream radio. Mm-hmm. And because you don't have, we don't have like advertisers that get to influence what the content is, then uh, we just have, you just have the promos for the radio station and things. Uh, that gives you more ability to just be able to kind of be yourself. And, and so anyone listening is going to be able to get to hear really interesting uh, thoughts and perspectives on things and topics you might not normally hear as well, which is what I like too. Yeah. And like we say, so when we get asked who the audience is for this show, we just want anybody who's, a, you know, who's curious about disability and, it's a normal part of human the human condition, and disability is one of those marginalized marginalizations that we can all join at some point in our life, whether it's when we get older or from some sort of accident or illness or you're born with it, uh, or life just can be difficult sometimes, and sometimes along the way it just happens to us and and to take some of the stigma out of it, we just want to talk about it more openly uh, because we all deal with our own issues around it. And I've spoken before on this show about some of the internalized ableism I've grown up with, just messages that society gives. And it's not about blaming one place or thing. Uh, you know, it's just how, how, you're gro- how, you, how you experience things as you grow and the things you go through and the interactions you have and so we want to talk about it so you know anybody's welcome to listen and as we say to email us if you ever want to come on or just have a comment about the show Uh, but we just want to talk about this stuff and hopefully make it less scary because I think part of what's so can be make people fearful about disability is that they we all know we could all acquire disability at some point and so it's kind of scary, and if you aren't around someone with a certain disability, you don't you don't really know about it. Just like Brian, and I say we talk all the time about accessibility on the show. It's one of our main, you know, pillars of the show. Yet we don't always walk into a building and think about is this place wheelchair accessible for anyone who is a wheelchair user. So you know there are a lot of disabilities, and they're just being talked about more. It's not let more people have them suddenly it's just that finally we're not hiding away and hiding them from the rest of the world so when Mm. we get out there you know it's okay to say this is what you need from from a public place uh to be able to go out with friends or whatever and uh so you don't think about these things until you kind of have to uh Mm. Mm -hmm. so i don't know you know what your experience has been with disability, Katie, you know, from others or messages you've, you know, acquired over time? Yeah, because I also want to point out for our listeners that, like Carrie says, of course, this show, we want anyone to listen. It's it's great to get as many listeners and any any group of people of from all walks of life. Great way of putting it, Care. But at the same point, it really is great to have listeners who aren't blind for the show because... You know, of course we want to make a show for blind people, but sometimes it seems like, like here in Canada, we have AMI, Accessible Media Incorporated, but most people who are sighted might not even have even heard of AMI just because it is sort of a separate network just for that. So just to be able to be on a station that is uh, a station that's just out in the community that anyone could be listening to is is great. And the fact is that, you know, Katie, um, (laughs) as far as I know, you aren't blind per se. Um, mm-hmm, so right. it's just it's great to see that how much maybe you've learned from this show as 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 a sighted person and what and what you've learned about blindness that you didn't know before. So just kind of curious before you'd heard our show, did you know much about blindness? Did you know anybody who who is blind from your past? Do you have any sort of memories of of blindness or what you what you knew about blindness? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that's a that's a great question, Brian. Uh, yes, I do have uh, friends uh, who are blind and. Uh, different things like say with meeting up uh one time a friend we met at uh, uh actually it was the highland cinema so that's nice because it was a small one and just different things about to explain like how do we want to meet up and um how will you know i'm uh coming and different things uh so like it just helps uh to keep in mind like differing things that someone's going to be thinking about um for them what's important and uh and, and then okay let's see as well yeah just growing up um yeah, getting to hear experiences and then others can share experiences. Um, someone who might have anxiety about different things 
that might be something similar. Someone else going, like I know my friend said, uh, going into a new place, if they haven't been there, they have to figure out kind of like the mapping of where everything is. So that could be a bit more anxiety. And then, so someone else who has um, differing abilities with uh, feeling like going into new places, sometimes just feeling apprehensive of uh, a new spot you're not sure of and what's what it's going to be like that so, so finding the things that you have in common to um, be able to talk about or to share or to assist each other with. Um, so my friend might make a joke and that puts me at ease and uh, things like that so that we can all like, assist each other with different things and our own experiences. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, like we say, anxiety is very common out there. You know, starting a new school maybe or... or you know, moving to a new country to start a new school or whatever it might be. There's so many reasons why anxiety shows up in a person's life. So whether it's because, yeah, I mean, as a blind person, I, it takes a lot of energy just to be out in the world because the world has all these, you know, new situations presented to you and you have to be able to re- react in the moment. Uh, so a lot of times we talked this morning already about some, you know, feeling anxiety, just leaving your place for whatever reason, whether it's because, you know, you can't see and, and, you might not. You might be going to a new place, or whatever other reason. If we all know what anxiety feels like, no matter why we have it, we can relate on that on that 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 level, right? Hmm. Yeah. And for me, I I've worn glasses since I was, um, I think, twelve, um, and um, and then I have pretty strong correction on them. So if I do lose them, I. I have to figure out, I have to use a lot of different um, skills. I sometimes just feel around places uh, if I'm not sure um, of, yeah. And and then plus with um, ADHD, trying to remember if I was doing something different where I put something. So, uh, and sometimes I've lost my glasses for like a month at a time. And my mom's like, okay, we got to get you a new pair of glasses. Which, which has happened and I just try to kind of make do uh, without them but um, it's it's definitely a different world out there when when things aren't clear um, but once again that's different than if you don't have sight at all but I, I like in your show also you talk about with low or no vision so that might be something also other people can relate to uh, uh, like I know yeah just other family members if they can't find glass, their glasses they things are very blurry and it can feel like really strange so, um, so just saying that's something that, uh, yeah, a lot of folks might also be able to understand that feeling. Yeah, I love that you mm-hmm. bring up bring up the glasses because, yeah, like we say that you aren't blind per se, but, you know, there is this spectrum that we like to talk about a lot on the show because a lot of people sometimes don't necessarily realize if they don't know many people or talk about it, that it is such a spectrum. If somebody's blind or visually impaired or whatever, low vision, whatever it may be, or somebody that might just need glasses that, you know, can still see pretty well, but still needs glasses. So that's still something it's, we don't often mm. necessarily think about that. And, you know, I say here that you're not blind, but you still have glasses and that's something, you know, that anyone. Well, like we say, as Brian just said, blindness is a spectrum. And so, whereas Brian, I think you did have glasses as a baby, maybe, maybe, briefly. maybe you had one pair, but they, young, they but... quickly realized that they weren't helping you you're right? because you've only ever seen light and dark and shadows whereas I was low vision growing up, so I can understand the losing of the glasses struggle, Katie. Oh. <laughs> I had so many days where I would go to school and I and I had either had forgotten them or I was rushing around trying to find them when the bus came and I had to go and I, you know, didn't have them. And so sometimes my mom would run them to school for me. And, and it just, as soon as I put those glasses on my face, the world got clearer. And before that, it was so blurry. And then all of a sudden, glasses no longer helped me, right? So, you know, your eyesight changes over your lifetime, whether you're sighted or blind. And uh, other times, like Brian, it stays more stable, your level of blindness, Brian. So even this episode, this show that we do, we're siblings and we have a lot of the same experiences, yet we've had a lot of, you know, a lot of different experiences as well. And that's what, what we talk about on this show, how we can each offer a perspective and outlook, the name of our show... Again, there are so many, you know, mm-hmm. titles of things with the words seeing or look or whatever in them. Yeah, when it's a, when it's somebody who's blind, there's often this, this like, this blind person sees their world in a different, like, there's all these mm-hmm. sort of cliche things, and you might look at the word outlook and it, for a show that 
started out about blindness, you might think, oh, that's a, a bit of an easy sort of like, why do you have to use the word look in your name and stuff? But the thing about Outlook is it doesn't necessarily mean looking, right? It's, it's Outlook is perspective and it's, it's, it, it has such a deeper meaning to it. And I don't know, it's always been tricky for me to come up with names for things. It's a struggle I've always had. So it's easy. And I'm also, Carrie, I know you're like this and I don't know, Katie, how you are with it, but I tend to overthink things a lot, like to, to an extreme amount sometimes. And <laughs> obsess over things and sometimes it's just like you got to just pick something and stick with it sometimes because it's <laughs> you could be spending months and months of energy and stress and I don't know I, I like the title Outlook I think it maybe sometimes it feels like we have the Outlook on Radio Western as our full name since we're on the station here but our, our true name is just Outlook but it's it's such a just one word thing that I think there's a show on the BBC called Outlook so it's yeah. it's not the most distinct thing to look up always but a very common word yeah but if you look up Outlook on Radio Western and Google that you should find it that way but mm. oh yeah I always forget to add the Outlook on Radio Western right to, to there just to help people find something exactly because your podcast yeah it's like through it's like on the podcast setting um, I'm trying to explain like uh, how would someone look it up for um, if they just wanted to find it uh, just look up through Radio Western and then yeah, I think there's a link on the like on the Radio Western website. We do have an Outlook page there that has a link, I think, to our um, maybe to our podcast or to our Facebook at least. But yeah, if people just go on to we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, t- um, SoundCloud, and if they just go to any of those places and search for Outlook on Radio Western, it, it should show up there. And, oh, okay. And anyone can subscribe. But I know you listen live a lot of the time, so. So it's, yeah. it's a bit different if you, you might not need the podcast as much as some, but you know, you never know if you ever do want to hear something again or for anyone that has that option to, to listen live. Yeah. Um, that's great too. But. I forgot about Spotify. I'm going to have to check that out because I can have that playing in the background other times of the week and stuff too. So Yeah, if you miss an episode or and for anyone listening out there, yeah, you can or always... put it on a playlist. I forgot all these new things I can add. Uh, yeah, I could do a playlist just of podcasts or something, um, things like that. Yeah, so many ideas, right? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, Brian, what episode are we up to with this show now? Yeah, so today I'm the numbers the numbers guy. I love I love math and it's something that I've always been into. So I'm always counting this kind of stuff and since we do archive things, it's not that hard to do. But uh, yeah, this is episode 173 today. So we got 172 episodes in our first four years, which, you know, we won't probably hit episode 200 this year, but we're, we're getting close. And, and as I said, our first show was on on September the 10th of 2018. So it's nice to get that many episodes in already. And and uh, I've also been counting our guests mm-hmm. just to get an idea of, we wrote down a list to kind of figure out, you know, who we've had on and who we might like to have on in future. And then we want to have some people on for repeat appearances and stuff like that. But Katie, you are our 92nd guest. So oh. we're <laughs> we're coming up to 100 guests on, on this show. But uh, it's uh, just nice sometimes oh. to look at the stats and, and it just makes you realize how much you have covered and... Uh, over the over the years of, of having the show. Yeah, well, congratulations, too, on having yet 92 guests, or me. Yeah, there you go. 91, and then plus me. Yeah. <laughs> 91 plus one. <laughs> there you go. Congrats yeah. for, then, for being number 92. It's yeah. funny, because <laughs> podcasting, it was a thing when we started. It had been around for a while. But I, definitely since the pandemic, it really it took picked off. up, I think. Yeah. It's been around for, like, since the late 90s, really, but it's... Yeah, and, like, internet, internet radio, streaming... Yeah, it all sort of evolves from that, but they seem to be more popular than ever these days, I, I think. So it's... Uh, well, yeah, I went out with a friend on Friday night, and she was we were discussing what TV shows are, what, what we're watching right now, and I just sort of thought for a second, I'm like, you know what, I think I'm, I'm more listening to podcasts these days than I am watching things. Mm. What about you, Katie? Have you got into podcasts much, or like do you, any specific ones you listen to, or are you more uh, radio? And since you have Radio Western here in the area, I know you listen to Western quite a bit. Mm. Uh, I usually really listen to a lot of music a lot. Same. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I just that's my kind of default thing. Although I was realizing I could have, I can also have music and then a podcast on at the same time. For me, I can, I like to kind of multi, whatever, the, I'm not going to use the word multitask. I like to uh, diversify the sounds coming at me. Uh, yeah, I like, to, for example, I like to have radios on in different rooms with different stations. So it's like you're walking through. Like, right. You can go corridor. to one area and listen to this and then step out if you want to listen to something else for a minute yeah. and come back and it's still playing. It feels like uh, you're at an airport or something where you walk through a different terminal and it's like everything right. sounds different or different. Or like at a mall when you walk by all the different stores and they have different 
music. Some have dance songs, and others have, you know, easy listening elevator type music. <laughs> oh, I like how you bring that up too, because it reminds me. It's funny actually. I've been the last ten years or so. I've really gotten into baseball. I never cared about sports growing up, but just trying to expand my interests a bit and find something new to get into. And listening to it on the radio, it's very well described the the baseball games. And and I have the internet package to get audio. Plus, I can pick up the Toronto Blue Jays on the radio. So a couple of weekends ago, I was texting with my brother, and I had I was listening to two games at once. I had the Blue Jays playing on my stereo and another game playing on my computer. And he's like, "You're a baseball maniac, man!" Like, and it's it's funny in baseball games too because there's quite a bit of space. Um, when, you know, in between plays and stuff. So having two games on at one once kind of worked because there'd be space sometimes on the one game and then the other game they'd be hitting the, the ball so you could focus on that and yeah. it was it was I th- interesting. I think the last time I was at your place for a few days, Brian, you were checking out baseball and different time zones and, start you know, later start times and uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's pretty amazing now with the, the mm, internet. And the time the, zones, yeah. Yeah, the things we can access and something like baseball, yeah, it is played in different different areas and different coasts on the west coast and stuff so once you get this the service you can stream all games you can listen to it at you know pretty much once the games start in the evening to to quite late in the in the night because it's uh the different time zones and stuff so it's always fun but uh, i think we're going to take a quick break now here on outlook speaking with a listener katie here on our four-year show and we'll be back after these ads Radio Western. Welcome and back. Welcome back. Whoa, sorry. Uh, sorry, phone there. The next song's coming in. But yeah, welcome back to Outlook. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Brian runs the board and does all that because you, you went to school at Fanshawe for audio engineering stuff. So you're Music in char- industry arts. Music yeah. industry arts, yeah. You, you run all that stuff and... Uh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> mm, oh, yeah. Great program, by the way, at Fanshawe. I have a lot of friends that went through music industry arts. Yeah, it's a big one. It's very well known and, and talked about as, as being one of the better ones. And it's, it's, it was a great experience. It was It's like anything we talk about, anxiety and all these things. And it, it was a big experience for me. I hadn't been to school in a while since graduating high school. And it was a it was an adjustment, but it was a it was a good time. And, you know, you look back on that and realize maybe what you could have done differently and, and, and stuff like that. But overall, it was a really great learning experience. And it's like anything in life. You, you, uh, you look back on things and you, you learn from them and you realize what you could do better or, and what was good about it. And it's, it's the same with Outlook. It's all about practice and, and that kind of stuff. So, Yes. And so as we were saying before the break, we're speaking today with our friend and listener of the show, Katie Morgan. And... Your local Londoner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and we should also mention that friend f- through meeting online, but we've never actually met in person, I don't believe, until until now. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's, uh, it is great to the fact <laughs> that you are so local and that we could mm-hmm. actually have you in studio. Because, you know, like Carrie commented earlier, we've had quite a few guests, especially since the pandemic over Zoom and stuff. But it is really nice, again, to have somebody in person in, in studio with us. So we really do appreciate you coming in today. And we kind of only, well, I think you kind of hinted at this a few weeks ago, Kara, to told Katie about this option, but we kind of just asked you a couple days ago and it's great to see that you uh, were able to... Well, we've been talking about it, it for a while that it would be great if you if she could come on and then uh, I just thought this anniversary... I don't, you know, I don't want to be too much, ooh, it's our anniversary. Ooh, yeah, four, <laughs> I don't do it every single year and the fact is four years isn't, isn't... Like five years sounds like kind of more of a landmark for people sometimes than four maybe, but whatever, I don't know. It's, but we just want to have a, a listener who's been listening for a while and like you say, you... you and the, I've met a lot of friends with the internet these last couple decades, I guess, but in the last 10 years specifically and back when I was blogging and and not everybody do you end up meeting in person and so it's nice when they're local or when you can make a trip somehow to see someone and meet them in person and and sometimes you feel like you know them because you've been in touch for so long and you have this thing you connect you know connect with them over and it's so it's really great when you can meet them in person and uh, so this Mm. is a perfect Mm -hmm. opportunity Mm-hmm. It feels like I, I know you just from hearing you so much on the radio and then getting in touch through uh, with through Facebook and places and uh, just part of, it's like, it feels like you're part of my, especially my Mondays. So it, uh, it's just really wonderful to get to hang out in person as well. Yeah, oh, that's great. I love, I love hearing that because it's, we do really want to make this show feel personal and to the, so that when people listen to it, they do start to feel like they know you and that's, 
I think that is the the sign of a of a show that really does connect because, you know, it's it's hard sometimes for people to be relaxed enough where they can just be them their true selves on air. But I think, Kara, something we kind of talk about, and I think our family in general is kind of like that. And it's hard as we all as people deal with that, that when we're out in public or in a different situation, we're going to act maybe slightly differently or not always be our total selves because yeah. it's hard always to be relaxed. But I've always considered myself sometimes not always for my own good, maybe overly authentic. Like sometimes I just, I can't sort of put it on at all and I'm, I am who I am. And it's, even though I think we all... Well, there is something about being on air, on a mic. You you start to think you got to put on a radio voice, or yeah, there's whatever. some people like welcome <laughs> to Radio Western, whatever it might be. That yeah. we, we we again, we want it to be. We want to show you, show the listeners, you know, our sort of our sibling relationship and the connection we've always had because we were both born with this condition that caused our blindness from birth. Uh, we have two older siblings who we've had on the show before who are sighted. So, you know, you, we've sort of, we've known blind people growing up, but we we also, in, you know, we, we're in schools in our neighborhood, so we didn't go to a school for the blind. So, uh, you know, it's great to meet all kinds of people and to interact with all kinds of people because that's what the world's all about. Uh, so, yeah, it's great that we <laughs> met. Katie and that you're so close so close by and uh Brian also lives here in London and uh so yeah mm. Brian, Brian and I have considered well I've considered London almost like a second home for many years because uh, when I was a teenager I I was on dialysis and I had a kidney transplant and I was at the hospital here in London a lot the children's hospital and now the adult hospital but so we used to come to London all the time and now that you live here Brian it's uh it's like a second home and uh, again Radio Western thank you so much for these last four years and giving us this platform and then podcasting is so great but we just want to try and show that we're you know blindness is scary to a lot of people I know it's up there with cancers being someone's biggest fear a lot of people's biggest fear and uh, it's because you know it, it involves a lot of fears people have like fear you know fear of darkness fear of the unknown, a lot of these s- common fears that people have, and uh, so we try to just sort of destigmatize a lot of what's out there and a lot of the stereotypes that are out there. And uh, I just wanted to share the anecdote mm. about if people see us around, if you hear us on the radio, and then you might see us around this building here uh, specifically um, Monday or Friday when Brian comes to do his music show. Today we were walking in, and my cane almost took a guy out <laughs> and it's like it, you feel bad right because you're using this thing that we've talked before uh, about how white canes are they're fairly stigmatized in society when really they're tools of independence when you can't see it makes sense that you have this this tool that you can walk with that will tell you any obstacles that might be in your path or, or a step up or down and so it really gives you independence and freedom. And as I've lost more of my sight, I've come to rely on it even more. And, you know, once you're comfortable in a situation, Bri, right, you just can motor through and the cane helps you. And and yet we don't want it to like part. It's like parting the Red Sea. Everybody's afraid. And of course, if they're not, if people aren't looking where they're going and I'm not paying attention, things can happen with a white cane because it's sticking out. Uh, so you feel bad in those instances. You know, if I had hurt that person, I would have felt bad. But um, we want to talk about this stuff so they realize what a cane means to us. And then we can talk about it and not be so afraid. And it's it also is the balance of, I think, of course, you you know, when you, if anyone sort of disturbs anyone else in any way or contact, like comes in contact with somebody that they don't intend to sort of you know, be run into somebody or whatever. You know, it's not a blindness thing. People run into whatever each other. Whatever it may be, looking you or. feel that embarrassed feeling, but you don't always know what the other person is thinking. And I think sometimes it's easy for us to think like, oh, they're, the person's annoyed or they're like confused or when really sometimes people probably, it's sort of a shock maybe in the moment, but the person might not really, you know, be annoyed or anything. It's just sort of a surprise thing, but it's it's also in our own mind sometimes about, that this stuff really does stand out and it's it's tricky to kind of know how, how someone else is going to react and stuff, but it's, I don't know, it's one of those things that I find the older I get, the more I am able to kind of shake that off and and sort of embrace an awkward situation and realize that 
it's probably partly it's awkward because I'm making it, I'm feeling this way and I'm trying to kind of just realize that these things happen and yeah, maybe that other person wasn't paying the most attention either and it's just part of being around people. Mm-hmm. You're going to make contact and try to turn that into a, sometimes even to be like, oh, I'm sorry and how are you doing today? Like sometimes that can be a conversation starter and I think a big thing for us too is asking for help. Sometimes people are like, oh, I want to be all independent all the time but when you ask someone for help, sometimes that starts up a conversation and you ask them how their day's going and they'll end up walking with you a bit and you meet someone new. So it's just really important that we do try to talk to each other and communicate because sometimes in society people are so independent and we want to just do our own thing all the time. Well, which- everybody's always, you know, we always have somewhere to be nowadays. I was going to ask Katie about that. We've talked a bit today already about how we distress because life is such a go, go, go all the yeah, time. Yeah, how do you find that, Katie? Because I know you're also, you seem from what I can tell, you're quite active in the in the London community. You're always posting about different shows and different events around town, and you do seem to get out quite a bit, but I know you were kind of mentioning this morning how you were feeling a little bit nervous, and that's n- totally natural, and it's something that, you know, everyone might deal with in, in different degrees, but just sort of how, how do you deal with that, and then maybe, yeah, certain techniques you might use to, to be able to manage that and to be able to stay relaxed in, in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, is something I've been learning more and more, things that help out and trying out different like, kind of little tricks for myself and things uh, as well as well as an actual time thing of how how to remember when it's kind of time to go or when to be getting ready for things uh, which which is still tricky for me but uh, I have other things like uh, just boiling just boiling the kettle and then dur- during that time while I'm waiting for it like around three to five minutes or so depending how full I have it. When I hear it click off, it's that's like a calming thing for me because it know, I'm going to just make some tea and then whether I drink it right then or not, I know there's like uh, a soothing drink that I can have and I can sometimes smell the, um, whether it's like a jasmine tea or something. Uh, so for example, like little things like that that are relaxing or I can give myself a little time challenge if I'm getting ready to go uh, thinking, okay, when the, when the kettle clicks off, then I'll know, I'll try and get this one thing done. Uh, but also just recently finding out things like uh, what they call like fidget fidget toys and things that you can have something in your hand if, if you're feeling anxious and or just soft things that you can find that are helpful just for, for like the sensory things. I just find uh, sensory things really help out for me to, to just keep me where I'm where I'm heading to and and also I found out if I need to just relax and just like lie down for like two minutes just just and kind of close my eyes and tune everything out for that moment and then I can just and think about like in my mind think about what I'm going to be doing next and then when I get up I can just go do that uh, if I'm feeling overwhelmed anyway those are some of the like just little things I do uh, and and then also being able to have friends that I can say oh I don't really feel like going after all is that okay like how does that work for you so um, so also having understanding people around me that uh, that might get where I'm coming from absolutely and we talk a lot about different situations where it's good to explore your senses and this world is always fairly focused on visuals and looking at things and 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 so we like to talk on this show since we don't really have that sense available to us so much that we like to explore whether it's through my writing or whether it's techniques like yeah Katie you just shared with us about how to stay calm you know having your favorite texture uh around you whether it's a favorite sweater or scarf or or whatever it might be or your favorite tea so you can smell that and it you know brings you back to a calm state or just the sound of a kettle or yeah all these techniques and it's important to explore our other senses because you know they're all just as valuable and uh, sometimes they get overlooked Mm -hmm. yeah would you would you consider yourself katie a, a very visual person would you would you say Mm, yeah, I would say I'm more of an auditory person and also uh, kinesthetic. So, t- yeah, touching, feel, and the feeling of things around me, um, just like the way the air feels and even like drafts or things like that. And then uh, also things I'm wearing, the texture of clothes and how they feel on me. And then auditory, uh, yeah, liking to have th- just music nearby that calms me down. And I just have more of a well-being 
feeling. Um, and then, but the, at the same time, I guess with uh, with sight, it's because sight is more. I find like more emotional when I see things. It, it I re- am reminded of something else, or it uh, kind of so it can add more like stimuli into what I'm thinking about. So mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. probably how I'd explain. Yeah, that's a very great explanation and very detailed and. And uh, it just goes to show that, yeah, the different, all the different senses that you can sort of work together. And, and I noticed you do, you post quite a few videos on your Facebook, but you're often talking in your videos. Like I hadn't met you before today, but I knew, I already remember, knew what your voice would sound like because I heard you on there. And that as a blind person, that's something that is kind of nice when we have a guest on that we haven't had before. I generally do like to, sometimes we do a preview interview, but other times we do just listen to a podcast, someone else's podcast that they've already been on. It just starts to make you th- feel like you know them a bit before they come on and just sort of helps relax things a bit more. And, and But I notice in your Facebook videos that you do, you do talk quite a bit and there's often some neat sounds around and you're often out in nature and stuff like that. So even not being able to see them, I still get a lot from them. And that's that's what we really need to start thinking about with our with senses is, you know, of course, photos are are great, and if you can see, that's something that you, well, yeah, I mean, you're never going to give up, and that's social but, media is all about photos. But there are ways to describe images, and you can always write image description and just write up whatever you, and you don't even have to. I think some people might feel pressure, like, oh, I don't know how to describe this, but it's all about just trying, and any little bit helps, and that's something that you know not everybody does, but I'm seeing it more and more where people are adding an image description in their po- posts online, and that just helps for people that can't see to to understand the image, but. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I noticed. I think it was on Twitter. I just kind of started getting on there just uh, I don't know a month or so or a few months ago. And uh, you can have a thing. You can say yeah, uh, give me a prompt every time I post a photo to ask for. They call it alt text, like alternative text. Right. And they so they, it gives me the prompt. If I don't, if I'm in a hurry, I can just uh, bypass. But if I have the time, then I can easily just just type in what's just some basic quick things that are going on of like what's the reason why I want to post a photo and what would someone want to like understand about my life through it and so um, so I find that things like that are great because then it really does assist uh, like anyone in different stages of anything that uh, like for example I was thinking uh, sometimes it's just hard to even find, like to be able to see details of a picture uh, things like that. So you're just pointing out something specific that you wanted to to uh, express when when you're sharing a photo. Right. Even yeah. if you can see, you might look at a picture and not pick up on certain details that that the person that posted it wanted somebody to kind of know. So even to have that little extra info for anyone, even if you can see, you know, could be a useful thing sometimes. So yeah, it's, it's just it's great that Twitter has come up with that idea where yeah, it is a reminder, like a, a prompting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's the other thing is even if somebody knows about it or if they've listened to this show and they've heard us talk about it and they're like, oh, yeah, I should include these image descriptions. You know, a few, few days later, they're make, making a quick post, posting a photo. They're not, you might not remember in the moment, and that's completely understandable. But it's, it's, that's why it is neat to, to see that they have that reminder. But Yeah, I was really glad to find that out because I heard you mention it in the show before and I had thought about it. But, yeah, once again, trying to, to remember when you're doing it, that's another thing, so... So we have just over 10 minutes left. As we say, this this hour always <laughs> flies by. We still have a bit of time, but anyone who is tuning in or maybe listening for the first time, of course, there are a lot of new students here in town with the, with the new school year beginning. So hello to everyone out there and any new students listening who haven't heard us before. This is Outlook, the show Outlook on Radio Western here today, every Monday from 11 to, to noon. And we do want to get more people involved in the community and local. And I do plan to reach out to few places here in the school to connect with, you know, maybe like a disability services and stuff like that, just to figure, because we say with radio, we don't always know how many people know about this station and stuff like that. So I want to really try and expand that uh, in, in the future and, and get more involvement. So, but yeah, we have about 10 minutes left and I thought maybe just, you know, we, we definitely call you a friend now and it's great to get to meet you and stuff, but it's because kind of curious a little bit about background and, and just anything about yourself that you maybe want to you want to mention or tell about our listeners have you have you always been from London have you grew up here um, or like mm. and just maybe just a little bit about anything that you you feel like sharing about your past but I was just kind of curious if you if you've been here a long time because it does really seem like you're very very involved in in the community mm-hmm. well I didn't grow up here but I grew up in a small town a few hours north of here Walkerton area and oh. uh, I was yeah I came from Hanover Walkerton yeah the first time I heard about Walkerton I think was when they had that water that unfortunate situation that there. scary mm. situation was that 20 years ago now or it was a long quite a I while know now. I just know because a lot of 
lot of people who were、um, sick from that ended up with kidney, disease, kidney failure、mm. from it. So I had just had my transplant a couple years before, and I remember being like, wow, there's other, you know, this is another way you can, you can need dialysis. But,、um, but yeah, no, we know about small towns.、Mm. Yeah, we didn't grow up in London either. I, I grew up, you know, we grew up just out in the country outside of Woodstock, Ontario. So very、uh, remote, so rural area. So. Yeah, with that. Yeah, so, it, so coming to London, I, I always still kind of feel like it's exciting being here. And、uh, when I first left home,、uh, first I wanted to travel, so I went to France.、Uh, that was kind、nice. of a dream. I want to go to France. Yeah, yeah I haven't been either. It would be nice to it was, go、uh, someday. Yeah, it's, and talk about just different sounds and smells and sensory things.、Uh, sure, yeah. There, I still, when I smell certain things, it reminds me. Of places like that. Even sometimes the way the air smells、uh, reminds me of different places I've been. So that's kind of that's something nice. But、uh, especially, I guess, growing up in a small town, that was an exciting feeling thing. I wanted to go check some things out. And、uh, yeah, and then I, I came here for school. But actually, when I was a little kid, we did come here for the summers. So London does feel a bit like home,、um, especially London reminds me of summertime. So、uh, we. We lived in a place on Victoria Street like for the summer. So I, we had another like, group of friends here,、uh, our London friends. And I think we came, I don't know, at least two summers. So, so London does feel, yeah, it's very cozy. So I like coming back here, even if I've traveled other places.、Um, then I also went to Sweden、uh, later after my like, undergraduate time here at Western and things like that. That was also、uh, lot, yeah, lots of excitement. And, but it also talking about with different things like f- types of food, you can get things like that. I was still happy to come back back here, and it makes me really appreciate things. And prices were a little better here than in, in Europe. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. That, that, so. It's so great to hear that you do have done some traveling. And that's something that, you know, sometimes people aren't, aren't as advantaged or don't get to have the opportunity. It's not always by choice to, to always get to travel in certain times of life, but it is something I think. Everyone really should do, in my opinion, because it does give you a different perspective. And then when you do come back after, you appreciate your home in a different way because you have been away and you've seen different things out there. And it changes your perspective and, and opens your mind. And, and our show is all about that. You know, we're all about open minded and, and being open to things. And that's, that's the only way we can really progress in the world is to, is to be like that because it's, it's hard and it's like anything. Nobody, I don't know if anybody loves change. And stuff like that, but it's,、mm. it's easy to kind of get set in our ways and, and set in a certain area or something and not really leave that area. It's like, like we talk about with disability. If you're not familiar with other things, they sometimes can be scary or uncomfortable. But if you get that experience, you do, you do learn from it. And then, and then you get interested and you want to learn more about, about、uh, different things. Yeah,、so. that's what's great、mm-hmm. about travel, right?、Mm-hmm. And I also learned the value of like being friendly、um, and welcoming. If people are new in your own place, like in your own space that you're in, or、uh, like, I don't know if they still have it, it used to be called welcome wagon, but like for someone new in a community, but like welcoming someone in, and because、yeah. you can really feel out of sorts a little bit when you're not used to a place and things are quite different.、Uh, so it just reminded me of the value of that. that I've, so I've never forgot that lesson, just of,、um, and then also asking people what they need. So not assuming that you would know what someone needs just because、uh, they're going through something different. So, saying, hey, what would, what would you like to do or what would you like to know about this place?、Um, so, just those are just some ideas of so for things in London, being welcoming. And, and now that London's considered a music city,、uh, got, just got not just considered, it got formally called London, UNESCO called London a music city. So, we may be able to welcome more、uh, music artists in from different places. So, I, I'm really interested in being able to. To know how to welcome them, and especially if they have differing abilities,、uh, how to let them know just some, they call it the lay of the land, like literally how, how it works with, with things with sidewalks and with the,、uh, the way the stoplights have the, the certain sounds that mean different things. So, the audible signals. Yeah. The audible, yeah.、Mm-hmm. And then and the way you're feeling on your feet that you know when they're. Right, yeah. Things like that. So, that's.、Uh, tactile. So, that might be something you could to tell somebody about, hey, we have this here. And then someone might. Be so excited they could go back to their own place where they're from and be able to tell someone, hey, could we try and get something like that? Because that was great.、Uh, so I'm, I'm all for London, especially being like, accessible and putting more funds into accessibility for everybody with different reasons. So, and then as well、um, with the music focus to be able to,、uh, that could be just one part of it because music is something a lot of 
folks can enjoy unless if you if someone can't hear and then they could have differing different abilities watching someone play stuff like that um or d- like different uh yeah ways to enjoy an experience but that like all of us can enjoy different experiences with whatever our senses are are our main ones and i'm i'm just really into that type of thing so and i love the comment that you make there about asking somebody new or new to a place or whatever whatever it may be, what they what they need or if there's anything that they need instead of assuming what somebody might need because I think that comes up often with, with blindness as, as, an, as an example where sometimes people, you're waiting at a stoplight and you do know when it's you're going to cross because you're listening to the traffic cycles. We've been trained and people are just trying to help but sometimes you know people will yell, okay, it's okay to cross now or you'll be staying at the street, someone yells out of their car and it's just, sometimes it's like, I appreciate it in a way because I know you're trying to help but it's also like, I'm trying to focus here and that sort of distracted me and and it's just people assume oh you're standing there you must be you must need help you must know but maybe I, maybe they don't and that's why I really think it is important to kind of ask somebody would you like any help or would you like assistance with something or instead of just sort of assuming and and uh, I think that's just sort of our human nature sometimes that we come to conclusions and we figure out maybe what works for us in our lives and we just put that on someone instead of kind of asking getting their thoughts but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah definitely not assuming um things about others it'd be easier just to ask if someone remembers to and if they uh, have that kind of attitude of like being curious i like using that word of like oh curious like oh hey how does that feel for you or um what's something that you like about that situation instead of assuming oh you probably like this it's like well no actually i don't or i do like it uh so the more like we can discover about each other and then um, I know like from listening to your show now, whenever I'm places, I think, what would this feel like if I, what would this experience be like if, uh, if I didn't have sight and what things would I want to recommend maybe to say, Hey, have you ever thought about adding this? Or like, for example, I've thought about having like a kind of a quiet corner or away from in, in different places. So if someone just wants some calm, like I know for, if you get overwhelmed with stimuli, um, and my like autistic friends and stuff too, sometimes you just want somewhere to, to go away not say go go away from the crowd part and just be able to be calm and and then also I've thought about in like university classrooms or something if if you had a, like an area of the classroom for someone who just wants to be a bit more like moving sometimes I just need to move and so uh, like understanding what different people need and asking them when they're first building the architecture of something like hey what uh, what would you guys like and ask for more input before you even start to build things even houses like I thought that would be great <laughs> if the builders would ask input for for different abil- people with different abilities of what uh, what they would like to see and maybe that's something we can talk about more too and uh, and wouldn't that be great and as they say by focusing on things that other others need other folks need that actually can help also sighted people or able-bodied folks or different things like that it could help everybody because uh, it can I could actually like provide yeah provide more um, more experiences that you wouldn't normally have and so yeah I, I just love this because you know we can have a plan of what the show should be and it's good to, to have plans sometimes but you just it's great when you don't always know what direction a conversation might take and you know we could have spent this time talking about some more stuff what's in the news but again we wanted to keep it sort of light and fun yeah, sort of casual and casual fun for a uh, four year just and meeting katie here and having her live in the studio with us and and so you bring up a lot bring up a lot of great points today katie thank you for that and and like we say something in the news is just you know the lack of accessible housing the lack of affordable housing for all people but specifically those with disabilities in canada so you know that's very true all you just said there about all that and uh, so I'm, I'm glad we could have you on today to talk about uh the show and 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 learn a bit more about each other and we would love to have you back sometime mm-hmm. well it was great being here and thanks so much for a uh, wonderful show and outlook going strong four years and coming into the fifth so yay yeah we really do appreciate <laughs> it and we we would love to have you on again because we often talk about you know it's good to have a guest on and really sort of interview them or whatever whatever you want to call it and have a chat and ask them questions and really have a discussion specific to them but we also sometimes want to have a guest that can sit in and just chime in whenever they feel like they have something to say like sort of a guest host or something and we'd love to have you back just any episode someday in the future just to join in and just contribute where you, where you, when you feel like you have something to say and you can also just sort of listen in and, and, and be a third person to kind of break up sometimes you know, people are, have heard Carrie and I a lot, so it's good to kind of switch up the mood and and, and stuff uh, like that. So we would uh, we'd love to do that in the future. And mm-hmm. well, and I'm glad stuff. we mentioned that. Yay! <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, and uh, 
hope everybody has a good week out there and uh, good luck with school and all that fun. And thanks again, Katie, for, for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Thanks, Brian and Carrie. Wonderful. <laughs> Send us an email, outlookonradiowestern at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at OutlookCFB. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash outlookonradiowestern. Radio Western.